T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, we're back. It is Marks and Reese as the Eagles continue to look for a defensive coordinator. We thought maybe um, it was going to be somebody, and apparently uh, it is. It is not. It is not. As I'm, well, it's not Vance Johnson. It's it's not going to be Vance Johnson. That's an old wide receiver from for the Broncos. Broncos, Yeah, Vance Joseph. (laughs) You don't know Vance Johnson. Never heard of Vance Johnson. Had a ponytail, right? Yeah, yeah. God, the perm with the ponytail. Had the the brother ponytail. Yeah, the brother ponytail. That's the way to put it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, the Three Amigos. He was part of the Three Amigos. Mark like, Jackson. Who's the other? Uh, Vance Johnson and uh, little guy. Ricky. Ricky Natiel. Ricky Natiel. Yeah. So I think of them, and then who were the who was the fun bunch uh, in Washington? Washington, yes. Or I called them the posse. Or the posse. Yeah. In Washington. And yeah. that was Gary Clark, Art Monk, Monk, and Ricky Sanders. Ricky Sanders. They were good too. Yeah. Well, they both met in the Super Bowl. They, yeah, they did. That's right. Same oh, yeah. era. So, anyway, Vance Johnson will not be the defensive <laughs> yes, coordinator. Yes. But if will, he did. Neither will Vance Joseph. Neither will Vance Joseph. <laughs> yes. Who has taken the defensive coordinator job with the Broncos. In Denver. That's kind of weird. He gets fired by Denver as the head coach and goes back a few Go years later as the, D.C. Yeah. Um, Different so, head coach. Oh, so, that also, it just dawned on me when you said that. That means Rex Ryan's not getting the job. Rex Ryan's not getting the job. Oh. Uh. So does that mean you pivot to Rex Ryan, Ike? <laughs> I, I would, yeah. Hell yeah. Go ahead. I don't know if that's going to be what Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman <laughs> yeah, do. I don't think that's what they're doing. All right, so I, I guess the question is – and I'd love I, to have Rex Ryan here. Would that be <laughs> something? Just give me one rumor. Hold on. Listen. You can only have one. Rex Ryan or Seth Joyner. Put it up on Twitter, Jack, at Mark Streets, WIP. Seriously. No, I mean, we need, to, we need to figure out who the, who, who the people want. Well, Seth – that could be the three o'clock Twitter question brought to you by take Mark Stewart. Over Seth, yeah, yeah, I might too. Yeah, uh, if you're getting engaged, so Mark Stewart is the place to go for a diamond engagement ring to fit every budget online. Mark-Stewart.com. Rex Ryan or Seth Joyner? <laughs> no offense, Seth. I mean, Rex has done it and he's done it for a while. He has experience. Yes, at, in the field. <laughs> so I guess the question is, and I was trying to figure this out if I, because I know I, I believe when Doc went to Denver, he he lived there. Through his kids being in high school, so he they stayed there until the kids were out of school. So I don't know if Vance Joseph still, like from when he was the oh. head coach there, does he still like live there or? How long was he the head coach there? Not long. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. not long. I mean, he still may have liked the area: Boulder, right. Colorado, Denver, Colorado. Dion's out there. Nice out there. It's yeah. a hot place now. So why? I mean, without knowing the answer, is it Nuggets are good? I mean, you have Jokic <laughs> or Jokic or whatever the we were calling him earlier. Three time MVP. So, 
Like, is this concerning to you that Vance Joseph picked the essentially picked the Broncos' job over the Eagles' job? I won't say it's concerning, but my antennas are still up. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah, because I'm. It's yeah, like, like, hold on. Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I don't know if the Eagles offered him the job. Okay, fair point. I don't know if the Eagles offered him the job, so I don't know if he picked Denver over the Eagles, and maybe. Denver offered him the job, and he was like, well, the Eagles are still messing around. They need to interview another guy or this and that and the other. No, I'm going to go ahead and take this job that I know about right well, now. Well, maybe Denver said, we want you. Here's $500,000 yes, exactly. more than, yes. than we were offering before, yes. and he said yes. Yes. But he met he met over the course of two days, mm-hmm. long interviews with everybody, Nick Sirianni one day and then Howie and Jeffrey Lurie the, uh, yesterday, I guess. Yeah. Um, because just at face value, and you said this last year with Russell Wilson, if you're picking a team to go to the Eagles or the Broncos, why the hell would you go to the AFC West with a team that, that isn't a great team, right? Like, so if you're Vance Joseph, even though there's a lot of a lot of players that could be leaving via free agency, mm-hmm. it's not the AFC West. He's got to go up against Patrick Mahomes twice a year. He's got to go up against Justin Herbert twice a year. The NFC East is the easier division, right? Like, the Eagles are a better team, certainly, than the yeah. Broncos right now. Yeah, uh, maybe it's it's it, Sean it Payton, be, or or it could be talent. I mean, you just mentioned it uh, before we went to break. I believe you did. Well, talking about you know who the Eagles may lose, and Vance Joseph looks at the defense and the personnel is going to be there, and he says, "Eh, a lot more work to do here." You know, because I'm pretty sure if he's interviewing, he probably wants to know what's Howie's idea, sure. like what's his plan as far as. Who you're bringing back? Who can I expect to have from personnel, from a personnel standpoint, available to me? Like those types of things. And he looks at the Denver roster, and I, I listen. I don't. We didn't play Denver last year. It was two years ago we played. So Denver. don't they have? Don't they have a, a pretty good defense? I think. I was about to look at their uh, where they ranked that last. They traded year, the Chubb, Denver's. which was a they trade. They want to pay him, right? Well, they they have the best corner in football, arguably. Yes, who is in, in, in entering his third year. Yes. Alex Singleton's his main linebacker. There you go. It's <laughs> Alex Singleton. Quality linebacker play. Super Bowl champion Ronald Darby on the outside. There you go. Oh, is he still there? Yeah. yeah, Darby's there, yeah. Justin Simmons, pretty good. Good player, yeah. Randy Gregory's a pretty good uh, Good player, yeah, he's good DN, yeah. But still. Well, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know why he chose. It could be money, like John said. I, like, I don't know. But if the Eagles were willing to offer Jonathan Gannon head coaching money. So also, and, and let me put this out there. According and I, to Jonathan Gannon. And, and and I'm not, yeah, according to Jonathan Gannon. <laughs> not confirmed by the Eagles. Yeah. I um, I mean, maybe some of it is Vance Joseph says, do I want to go be the defensive coordinator on the East Coast with a, with, with a, a city and a fan base that just literally was ready to run Jonathan Gannon out of town? Right, like I mean, could that be a part of it? He goes to Denver. I'm not telling you that that that. Well, why Denver... interview twice? He knows what Philadelphia is about. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, it could maybe, be just something. It could be something as simple as familiarity. He's coached there already. I mean, not he's that... coached in the city of Denver. Right, he knows the uh, like. Maybe that's what it is. Well, I mean, if you're choosing between Denver and Philly, and it's like, yeah, like you said, with with being familiar with it, yeah, I'll choose Denver. If the money was similar, or maybe they they upped it a little bit, and perhaps some of it was using the Eagles as leverage in case Denver didn't offer him the job, because Denver didn't offer him the job. Or I'm guessing, or maybe he gets to bring know. his entire staff. Could be it. Maybe coming here, he had to keep some coaches that are already on the staff here because the Eagles like them as well. Maybe what he wants to do on defense aligns with what Sean Payton's saying, as opposed to exactly. maybe here they're yeah. saying now we want you to play yes. a little bit of a different defense. Yes. 
could be a number of reasons why he chose Denver. Maybe, right. maybe he missed. I don't her. think it has anything to do with something being wrong with the Eagles. Right. It could just be he prefers the job in Denver more. It, it, it really, I'm less like locked in on him because I don't even know if I really wanted him as my defensive coordinator in the first place. It's really for me more or less what are the Eagles what looking now? for? Yeah. Like what are they particularly looking for? And, and there was a point where I thought they had two in-house candidates to fulfill these coordinator jobs. Denard Wilson, Brian Johnson. So they must not be settled on the defensive side. And they're, they've looked college. They've looked pro. They look 4-3. They look 3-4. They're they looking all, all over. The, for, for, I, don't know, I don't know what they're looking for. Yep. I, I don't know. So, you know. Maybe this all just leads back to Denard Wilson becoming the be. coordinator in the end. It could be. I know Jaws has mentioned Paul Gunther, who was a Bengals coordinator last with the, the Raiders as the defensive coordinator. He's with the Vikings as a senior assistant this past year. I don't know if, if Ron's hearing that or he's just a personal favorite of them, but certainly an, expensive, uh, an experienced defensive coordinator that could come in here. Yeah. I don't know a lot about, about, about Paul Gunther. Yeah, it's just that that he he has. I think he's been at DC for five years between two stops or whatever. But I mean, it might go back to Denar Wilson. Might go to who was it? There was a they they interviewed the Rams guy a guy for the Rams that Nick had known from a well, previous for stop. A lot of inexperienced candidates. Like Vance Joseph was the only one that was like an experienced candidate, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is interesting because I mean. If you have if you have Nick Sirianni, where he pretty much is going to have his offensive coordinator on that side, and him they can kind of you know do the offensive side of the ball. Right. I'm actually surprised they're not looking for someone that could maybe look to be a career defensive coordinator at this point. Like right. Spagnuolo has man to defense, as, yeah. Right, like Spagnuolo is not looking for a head coaching job. Right, you know, like Andy went and got him. He's not sure. leaving. Sure, like there's been these guys that have gotten head coaching jobs. Vance Joseph is one of those guys where he left to get a head coaching job, but now he's a settled. He's probably he's a coordinator, coordinator for the rest right. of his career. I'm surprised they're not looking for someone that has like that kind of stability. Where, where, where did uh, Watchamacallit go? Uh, Flores. He went to the Vikings as the coordinator. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, Gunther would because kinda, if, you, if you're going to bring in another one of these young guys, it's a stepping. You kind of hope that they're gone in, in a couple of years, or well, if they're well, any good. Well, why not just go with Denard Wilson? Well, yes, I, yeah. Who's <laughs> I mean, on staff, and you already know, and yeah, is here. Like, yeah, I, yeah I, I, I don't know. Well, <laughs> maybe you just missed uh, Sergio Dip, and he wanted to get back to the to, to seeing him in, in well, Denver. Well, here, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. The fact that. They were willing to pay Jonathan Gannon as much as they were willing to pay to keep him here. They didn't want him to leave. Right. You know, um, that said, that that said something to me. I don't know what the hell it said to me, but it said that they certainly felt like there was a sense of urgency to keep him here versus, oh, we'll be fine. Go ahead and let right. him go. You know, if they felt him, like it'd be easier to replace him. Well, yeah. yeah, we wish him well. Or they had his candidate. Like, that's what I don't understand. He was more of a head coaching candidate than Shane Steichen. So this didn't, didn't come out of left field no. that he got a head coaching job. How do we not How do we not have an idea who we want as the coordinator? You would have thought that they would have been more prepared or maybe they I, – I, I That's don't know. pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing with that. When you play in the Super Bowl and your coaches are the last ones poached, you don't have a lot of guys got options jobs, yeah. out there. Yeah, you don't have a lot of options out there because guys have gotten jobs. Brian Flores might have been available if they 
weren't in the Super Bowl. I know who is available. They Ooh. probably can't handle him in the building, man. They, Seth? Can't, they can't handle him. No, Rex. 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 Yeah, he's a lot. I got, I got, oh, yeah. And? Well, he's a, he's a lot, and he's a lot. Yeah, I mean, isn't that what everybody wants? They want somebody to spit in You think Seth is not a lot? Oh, sure he is, yeah. Okay, then. Well, Rex's guys always loved him, right? Yeah, like, he, he always he always had good defenses. His guys always played a certain man, Rex way. Rex Ryan's resume speaks for itself. Man, this man went to two AFC championships with Mark Sanchez as his quarterback. You think he got there because of Mark Sanchez? No, no, his defense got him there. Well, and he was the architect of the early two thousands, right? Yes. The Ravens, yeah. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like Rex's resume speaks for himself. Rex, Jack, Rex Ryan, yeah, hundred percent. Just give me one rumor. That's all. That's all, that's all we need. Honestly, Where's Elliot? Want. Where's Elliot? No, he's he's not a newsbreaker. No. Yeah, I just see Sean Payton has the personality that could handle Rex because he's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's a veteran. He's been around for a while. Rex knows him. Sirianni, I think they would get along great because uh, Sirianni wouldn't bother him on the defensive side of the football. But what I do wonder is whether or not Rex's personality is too big. That's the thing. Rex Ryan comes with Rex Ryan. Yep. Like everybody wasn't talking about Jonathan Gannon the way Rex Ryan will get, get, get. Can you imagine if they signed Rex Ryan as their defensive coordinator? You know what type of shockwaves that'll send through this this football community? That'd be the big move you're looking e- for. Exactly. That would be the move where I'm saying, now I'm awake. Yes. Now, now I'm awake. Yes. That's, that's, that's exactly what that would be if they signed Rex Ryan as their defensive coordinator. Yeah. That's a huge personality coming yep. into the building. Yep, and you know, and you have to know what you're getting into yes, if you're going to bring him in. You have he to talks, be prepared. He yep. talks. He's, 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 he shoots from the hip. Yep, <laughs> exactly. He shoots from the hip, brother. He's likely to get himself in trouble with saying well, he's stuff. Likely to say something yes. that yeah is not going to line up with the coach or or something to that nature. But but I'll say this. But I'll say this. He'd be fun to play for. He'd be he'd definitely the, his players would love him. Yep. Players would kill for him. He'd run an exciting defense. Everybody in this town would love him until we can't tackle or, or make plays anymore. <laughs> but <laughs> at least initially, oh, you're going to get rave reviews for bringing in the son of Buddy Ryan. Are you kidding me? I think Rex Ryan will beat b Dog and Seth Joyner in a Twitter <laughs> poll, Jack. <laughs> well, it's 53-46 right, or 53-47 right now on our early returns on him versus Seth. In favor of? In favor of Rex. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So right now he wouldn't beat Doc, but he's beating. He'd be closer. Yeah, that's because people know Rex Ryan is a real coach. Yeah, they, 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 he's actually <laughs> yes, he's qualified he's actually, to do it. He's actually qualified to do it. All right, let me put my vote in here. Uh, Seth's taking a little bit of a lead right now at Mark WIP. If you want to vote on that, who'd you rather have the Eagles defensive coordinator, Rex Ryan or Seth Joyner? I I, I wonder if it's something they consider at this point because it it definitely it fe- it feels like that they're searching. For something they already know what they have in house, and it doesn't it doesn't feel like that 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 they're that, that they're that interested. They're ready to, yeah, yeah, they yeah. love it. That they love it. I mean, listen, I I would think yeah, you would just go ahead and name him the guy. But doing two days of interviews with Vance Joseph yes. is a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's all it it's, it's I, I, shows they really wanted him. It it definitely does. Well, he certainly was interested in him. Yep. Yeah, yep. Well, Rex Ryan, let's pivot. <laughs> pivot to Rex Jack. Got to pivot. Let's do it. We could make feet jokes. We could play the that oh, video man. where he's where he's uh, tickling the feet of his, yeah. his beautiful wife and yeah. 
She's got the Sanchez tattoo on her. Yeah. We play all the old body bag game and. Oh, dude, we need him for Dallas. Yeah. Can you imagine when he's like Dallas week. He he he'd be unhinged. <laughs> oh my god, it would be so good. Can you imagine him and Nick Sirianni on the sideline? Oh, everyone. We were the most hated team in football, dude. So, so like, to that everyone point. Everyone would hate us, man. To that point, I mean, you need a balance, and Jalen tries to balance Sirianni. <laughs> imagine Jalen looking at both of these guys like, what the hell? They're both flipping off the Cowboys' sideline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Who man. says no? I'm all for it. I'll tell you what. I think the city's starting to turn around on the whole idea of Rex Ryan. <laughs> hey, I'm all I for am. it. I, I actually do. am, I'm, too. I'm with Rex. I'm all right, let's, let's start a movement. That, that would be fun. Hashtag yeah. why not Rex? <laughs> yes, why not Rex? I like it. Or let's get Rex. Let's get Rex. Let's get Rex. I like it. Let's get Rex. Somebody tweet at him. Does he tweet? <laughs> can we get you? Can we get you? Can we plant you on Get Up as an Eagle guest, right, and you yeah. just start telling them that yeah, we all want him? I'm with it. Roll me out there. <laughs> Roll me out there. All right, let's uh, let's go back to the phones with Alex in South Philly. We're asking people very simply today, Ike Reese, are you over the Super Bowl? Are you ready to move on from the Super Bowl? I'm re- I'm, I want to move on. I'm ready to move on. I'm A- not. Alex in South Philly. Alex, what do you say? I can't move on. Hey, guys. I love your show. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I just wanted to say, you know, Ike, like you, man, I, I'm not ready to move on yet because – this one was right there for the taking. And, um, you know, historically in Philly, we don't get these chances that often, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything just – everything felt right, like in 2017. And even in a game that felt a little off, you know, like this game, it, I still had no doubt that we would at least tie on that last drive that never happened, you know. And um, for that last drive to not have happened makes it feel like, you know, the game ended due to some kind of – natural disaster or something it was so unexpected and um it's just uh it's just still a rough one man um i uh, it was right there it was right there there it was <laughs> something we we always strive to get here in this city and it comes so so uh yeah not that often um and you know another thing that bothered me a little leading up to this game was man a lot a lot of people had a lot of confidence that we were going to take this one um a lot of callers on the radio you know we're going to win by like two touchdowns or 10 points or whatever. That made me think I just got felt weird. Every time I heard that, it made me feel like, hmm, that's not really what we do here in Philly, or at least that's not how the games usually play out. I guess we get overconfident, but the games rarely play out that way, man. We don't get this that often, (laughs) you know, and there it was. Right there. Listen, listen, Alex, I I felt and appreciate the call, brother. I I felt like a lot of people, uh, not overconfident, but I felt confident that they would win the game. I did. I did. And I'm normally a nervous Nelly to a certain degree. I like to have a little bit of anxiety, and I did have a little anxiety. It wasn't that I couldn't envision the Eagles losing. Sure. All right? I but didn't pull a Joe DeCamera where it's like, I haven't even thought about the possibility of the Eagles losing. But no, they, I, they were small favorites for a reason. Yeah. Well, well, and the thing is, they were small favorites, which should have told us, that it's really leaning Kansas City. Mm-hmm. That's what it really should have told us because when you look at the positions other than the quarterback and tight end, um, I thought the Eagles had the advantage in a lot of positions. And obviously, you got to give Kansas City the advantage head coach as well. But I thought the Eagles had a lot of the uh, sure. boxes checked on their side of the ledger versus Kansas City. But – 
you can't have the punt return and you can't have the fumble. That that just, was the I difference. mean, that's really that the, difference the difference in the games, man. Like, like, what, was the really biggest, is. what was the biggest mistake that the Chiefs made? Missed the field goal by not going for it. And that was in the first. Yeah, point. and that happened yep. early. Second drive of the game. So so what was the other mistake they made? I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything yeah. off the top of my head. Nope. I mean, they didn't turn the ball over. Nope. They didn't turn the ball over on downs. Nope. Um I mean, they punted a couple times. People may have said, well, why didn't they go for it? There's times where in that first half where the Eagles sort of had them out of rhythm, and you just can't willy-nilly go for it on fourth so I, down. I, I, and Andy did a poor job at the end of the first half with clock management and mm-hmm. time management, but yep. that was the first half. Yep. In the second half, touchdown, 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 field goal. They made no mistakes. Yeah, four drives, yeah. Man. Nah, I, I mean, and and like you, like we said, even the mistakes that they made, they weren't catastrophic mistakes. Like the two biggest – if you think about the three mistakes made – if you want to throw in the Bradbury holding call, they were all, those three were catastrophic mistakes. Yep. Yep. The holding call ended the game. All of them led to points, yep. and, the, and the last one led to the end of the game. And the false start set, and that you could want to throw you the add false that start, in there with it. Yes, that set up the fumble. <laughs> yes, that's see, another one. Yes, see, that one. Like that's the toughest one for me to. Honest to God, that's the toughest one for me to get over because if you don't false start there, sure, you, you get the first down. If you score a touchdown, I mean, it just changes the the complete complexion of the game. <sighs> See, I, we can't we can't talk about the details. We yeah. can't talk about the details, or I don't get over it. Matt, Northeast Philly. Matt, how are you? Good guys, how you doing? Today? All right, Matt. Uh, What's big up, time man? fan of both of you, especially you, Ike. Yes, sir, brother. Uh, Whatever happened, Ike? Gee, thanks, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Johnny. Uh, uh, I'm a first time caller. Okay, thanks for calling. Um, I, I feel sick like you guys, honestly, because it, it, we were literally right there. And to have that flag be thrown and just the chance for Jalen to come back is just, it's still <laughs> killing me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like a stomach punch. And I was, I was the guy after the Super Bowl, like trying to calm all the friends down and taking all the stuff in. It's kind of like, as the two weeks have gone on, it's, it still seems like it just happened yesterday. Mm. So are you trying to move on? Or are you enjoying, not enjoying, but like sometimes you need to hurt, right? Like you almost embrace it and say, nah, like I need to burn a little bit longer. So I'm ready to move on. When we talk about it, 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 it you know, it, it's doesn't to sound on. like you're ready to move I'm on. I'm ready to move on. You guys aren't letting me. <laughs> Talking oh, about. We thought you had moved on already. Trying to move on, man. You haven't moved on. I, I'm ready to move on. Oh, okay. You guys aren't even ready to move on. Well, I mean, well, you know what we are. We're trying to be – I'm trying to be convinced as to how and why I should move on and why why is it better for me to move on. I haven't been given any of those reasons bright, as, to, as to why I need to move on. A bright future. A bright future for the Eagles. A bright 2023 for the Eagles. Uh, two first-round draft picks. A great young core on offense. Mm. All right, like some, some, some pieces on defense. A lot, of, um, a lot of draft picks in the future. Howie Roseman, Jeffrey Lurie, great <laughs> Eagles organization. Feeling better yet, Jack? Make you feel better yet? Or no? Sure didn't. No? <laughs> I'm actually feeling worse about the future as we keep talking about the future. Hmm. No trust in Howie? Right, like Howie. Well, Howie's more lucky than good. Really? Uh-oh. Sounds like a topic for lucky <laughs> or good. Yeah, but you can't. I mean, this is this is too too two years out of five that he was really, really lucky. I mean, there's got to be some in there that he's doing. Two, five, five, nine, 
402-464-9494. All right, uh, hang tight on the Eagles lines. We'll get back to you on the other side. But Philly's fever, we're going to mix it in. When is Bryce Harper reporting the camp? What did Dave Dombrowski say about a Reese Hoskins, Hoskins extension? And where did MLB.com rank Trey Turner and Bryce Harper on their top 100 countdown? That's coming up after this. Marks and Reese on 94 WFP. Hey, listen, speaking of spring training, it's not just for baseball players. With the warmer weather around the corner, and it's damn near 70 degrees out there today, it's time for you to get into shape, and you can do it with NJ Diet and their contractually guaranteed program that will have you lose 20 to 40-plus pounds in only 40 days. That's right, 40 days to lose 20 to 40-plus pounds, and it's guaranteed. NJ Diet's program starts with personalized supplements based on your hair, saliva, and blood work, then NJ Diet uses DNA testing to create your ideal diet plan and workout regimen to help you keep the weight off. 40 days to lose 20 to 40 plus pounds. It's a real thing with NJ Diet. They're with you every step of the way, and you're fully monitored by their certified staff the entire time. You also get the doctor's personal email and phone number. So schedule your consult today for contractually guaranteed weight loss. They have offices throughout the East Coast and are available worldwide with live online video consultations. Call 855-5NJ-DIET. That's 855-5NJ-DIET or go to njdiet.com. That's njdiet.com and lose the weight for good. He's doing well. In fact, he because he, um, he texted me back and forth yesterday on a couple things. Um, he's doing very well uh, in his progress. Doctors are happy where he is. He's dry swinging at this point. He's been free to do that. Um, he's going to come into camp somewhere around you know, the 8th or 9th of March. So. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Somewhere around that time is our anticipated date that he'll be here. But he's doing great from a recovery perspective. All right, Dave Dombrowski talking about Bryce Harper. We are back. It is Philly's Fever. Mm-hmm. So we'll be, we're actually down there the 9th and 10th for our shows. Yes. So we hope he comes in the 8th. And well, maybe we ninth. can go full Johnny Airports and, like, you know, greet, greet him at the, at the plane. Yeah. That thing's coming in in a private jet. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's, in a, he's, he's, not, a, he's in a PJ. Not a flying coach with, the, with us <laughs> coach. On, on spirit. <laughs> yeah, we probably, yeah we, we're probably not going to be able to just stake out the gate, Jack. 
But um, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, That's good news on Bryce. Exciting. Yeah. Yes. We know he's not going to play, but it'll be good to, good to get him in uh, down in Clearwater. Well, as long as there's no setbacks, right? You want him to be progressing. Like, not the rehab. other way. Yeah, not, not anything else. So, yeah, hearing that even he's dry swinging. Um, took me a, a couple times to hear that to be like, huh? Swinging on air. Yeah, swinging on air. Okay, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I didn't yeah, know what the hell a dry swinging yeah, was. Yeah, if yeah, Dave yeah. was a true baseball guy, he would have said dry hacks and not, you know, throwing everyone off saying he's just, you know, he's swinging. Well, maybe it's an older school dry thing hacks. to say. I hadn't even heard that one before. Well, you're thinking hacks. You know, you're thinking yeah, dry I know hacks. Hack it. Yeah. I'm just the whole dry thing is the whole thing that's, that's throwing It's like mental up. reps, except yes. you're actually swinging. Yes. Got you. I, I've used it in a similar fashion before with the, the dry, but not baseball terms. Yeah. All righty. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's good. Uh, I hope he does come in the 8th, and he has his press conference on the 9th, and he joins us on the 10th yeah. down in Clearwater on yeah, Friday. Sounds like a plan, Brazier. Yep. You hear that, J- <laughs> hear that JB, that out like, there? Sounds like a plan, plan yep. John Brazier. I mean, he is. He would be the most famous Marks and Reese listener out there, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Are you kidding Bryce me? or John Brazier? Bryce. <laughs> Bryce tunes us in when he's uh, when he's on, on the way to the, to the ballpark. ballpark. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. Philly's so. fever every day at three thirty is probably like seeing what the pulse of the uh, the fan base is. Listening on the Odyssey app from Vegas. Make sure these idiots aren't talking about me tonight. Yep, <laughs> talking about dry hacks versus dry swinging. Yep. Oh man, so so that's that. Uh, here is more Dombrowski. He's talking about so Reese Hoskins free agent after this season. Um, and here's Dave Dombrowski talking about a potential Hoskins extension. Any thoughts on Reese Hoskins as well? He's another. Big guy, come on, and organization's willingness or need to, to keep him around. Sure. I would also, I mean, in Reese's case, just, you know, you have free agents like last year. We had Segura. Um, he was in that position. Um, Reese is a tremendous player, tremendous person. Uh, he's done a lot for the organization. Um, and so we'll just analyze and see what takes place. But we, we love him. We think the world of him. There you go. What, what's the what, what's the Segura thing? It's like yeah, with Segura, yeah, you let him walk and you didn't even really consider signing him. Well, that's why he that's why he said that. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of why he said it. So that's what he's saying is like nah. He's... Well, I mean, he's basically saying that just like we've had other good players come in on the final year of their deal and we let them play it out. That's what that's we're going to do. do. But ultimately, he's saying they're not going to resign. He wouldn't speak of Aaron Nola in that manner. Nope. So. Um, yeah, I think realistically. Do you have comments on Aaron Ola? He does? <laughs> he does. Let's hear. All right, there it is. I, I don't think that you ever have enough good players. And, and so um, if you're in a position where Painter comes on and pitches tremendously, and we think he's going, no matter what happens this year, we think he's going to have a tremendous major league career. But having Painter and Nola of our organization for years to come would be something that would be good for us. A much different answer. And I hadn't even heard that answer. We don't have enough good yeah, players. Right, versus, right. Yeah. He, I hadn't even heard that answer, and I knew. I'm like, yeah, I know they wouldn't speak that way about Aaron Nola if you asked him. Could use the same answer with Reese exactly. if you wanted to. If you wanted to. All right, so first <laughs> thing he says is we let Gene Segura go. <laughs> right. Yeah, awesome. You compared well, him to Segura. Well, wait, I'm not laughing because I, I'm a Reese Hoskins guy. Know, and I, I know. I, <laughs> I know. We have important clarification. But it is funny, John. I'm just saying, I want the guy to get an extension, but it doesn't sound like he's no, getting No, he's one. not getting an extension. It is funny, uh, Pat Burrell, because the same thing happened in 08, yep. where you know headed into that year. I heard Ruben agent. talking about it, yeah. So, yeah. And he talked and, about it. He felt, he felt bad for Reese. So. Yeah, and, and so do I. But, but I also understand it. Yes. I also understand it. The team is in a different place, 
And when you're bringing in guys on $300 million contracts. <laughs> you don't sign uh, Trey Turner to that contract to yeah, sign Reese Hoskins. Yeah, and then turn around and sign Reese Hoskins. Right. Exactly right. So that I, I kind of understand it. And they're already preparing to give Nola some type of deal. He's going to get something. Yeah, so I, I get it. So get it. The, the way Reese Hoskins is back after this season at least in my opinion, is that there's not a huge market for him out there and he's willing to take a one- or a two-year contract to come back here, make him, you know, big, pretty big money. I'd be but, shocked if he did that. Scott Boris is his agent, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, he's as good as gone. Yeah. No, he, like, he's put up some big numbers. Yeah, There'll be a team out there. Yeah, of course yeah, they yeah. will. Yeah, he's a big right-handed bat. Who Great in the clubhouse. Home yeah. Runs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he'll get paid. Well, like you said, and, and you know what? It is interesting with, with Pat because Burl definitely, he didn't want to leave. He wanted to come back, mm-hmm. but the writing was kind of on the wall that he was going to have to leave. Yep. Philly's made the right decision. He got paid. Yeah. Pat Burrow won in the World Series, too. Yep. Yeah. He, but, uh, yeah went out to San Francisco. Went, went out won. to San Francisco after starting out with Tampa Bay. Yeah. So, all right. Top 50. And, and, so, MLB.com's um, is counting down top 100. Mm-hmm. So, they have 20 through, uh, through 11. Is what they released. So, who do you think is higher on the list, Bryce Harper or Trey Turner? Because they're both between twenty and eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, Trey Turner is eleven. Mm-hmm. Bryce Harper is seventeen. So, Trey Turner, at least according to MLB.com and their top one hundred list, Trey Turner higher on the list than Bryce Harper. I don't know if that's be- Jack. Is that it because of the injury, or is just just where they are as players? Trey Turner's a better overall player. Yeah, I guess if you put everything, you you know, factor it in everything. The hitting's good, the running's good, the feeling's good. You know, Harper is an unbelievable offensive player, but you know he's kind of only a DH. He was a DH, yeah. Yeah. I just think that I'm I'm very excited about Trey Turner, but I feel like Bryce just continues to get he gets a little slept on uh, yeah. nationally. It's almost like it's almost like people have Bryce fatigue because he's been around since you know 2011, 2012, that they forget how great he is. Yeah, and and it's why this is where I go to my eye test. You know, I let I let I let you guys, the nerds, have the analytics and tell me all the numbers that Trey Turner puts up and uh, how much of a well-rounded player he is and all that and how that makes him the better overall player. Okay, I guess if he's better in more categories, that probably makes him a better overall player, slightly. Bryce Harper is it's box office. Oh, for sure. That's that's Bryce Harper. Yeah, did people watch the playoffs yeah, last year? Yeah, Bryce Harper is, is box office. You're exactly right, John. And that's exactly what I was going to. What I saw in the playoffs, give me that anytime. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the guy that's the man. That, that, that guy in the playoffs last year, I know it wasn't great in the World Series the last couple games, but, man, the clutch hits, the big hits, every game, whether he's setting the tone or he's coming in cleaning it up or he's in there for the – for he has the flair for the dramatic. Yep. Man. That's and, why it's weird he's at 17. Yeah. You you would think it would be like higher coming off. Missed. No, I know, but you would think that he kind of got back in the graces of the faces of baseball last year. Last, yeah, I know he last won, year was a good a good playoff run for him. He won the MVP, right? But that was like, you know. I know what you're saying. He missed yeah. the playoffs. Like, yep. no one was watching Bryce Harper no. night to night. No. He hit the biggest they home run. Last year. He hit the biggest home run in, in baseball. Well, Jordan Alvarez probably topped him later. Oh, goodness, that home run he hit. Yeah. But it was a, a home run on the team of the World Series. Yeah. Like, yep. Ever remembers where they were for that. Yep. So, it's a 17 surprise. And, and this is more, more local than national, but the way he represented the, the city in the uniform throughout oh, yeah. throughout the whole process is... Oh, yeah. He's the face of baseball he, to me. Yeah, he is. I mean, 
certainly one of the faces of baseball. When I'm looking at the the American-born players, the guys that are here, I mean, I, I've, I've criticized Mike Trout in the past for not wanting to be want that it. guy and embracing that role, and that's his right. But when you want a sport to live and you want it to be somewhat cool to play for your your young younger generation, you want them to to aspire to grow up and play in the major leagues, well, you're going to need guys that are willing to be the face of the game, right? And, and I know baseball is certainly a great international game as well. We That's one of the sports that has certainly embraced, much like basketball. Yeah. When you're talking about international players, it's almost more international players in baseball. Certainly. And so um, you're in this country, you're going to need American-born guys that can be a face of baseball, that can promote the sport if you want the sport to continue to grow in this country. Yeah, that really want to do it. Exactly, that want to do it. That, that embrace doing it. it. Yeah. Yes, you got to have that. And Bryce, I always felt Bryce was one yeah, of those guys. I mean, he definitely he definitely has a, a flair for got the, the dramatic. Swag. Yeah, he does, he does the fanatic stuff with the cleats, the, the headband. like All that stuff is to draw attention to the sport, yeah. to say it's cool to be a baseball player. Right, like he's one of the Bryce ones. Harper makes it makes it, it look cool, cool to, be to be a baseball, baseball player. player. Yep, yep, you're right, man. And yeah. too bad we're gonna miss him for half the year. Yeah, that's the other thing. I, I, I love you, Bryce, but this is two years in a row now. We half last year, we half this year. Can we, can we get past this? Let's well, get three years in a row, technically. <laughs> yes, yeah. Can we get what past was it, this? What was well, it? Well, Genesis Cabrera hit him in the face. Oh, oh that's, that's right. right. Yeah, none of it his fault. By the way, he hit twice, hitting the hand and in the face. Yep. You know, not his fault, but I'm just saying, wow. when, you, when you're a baseball fan, you're like, man, can we get a full season of Bryce? And a fluky elbow injury. It's not like right. he's a pitcher. <laughs> right. Uh, well, yeah. Hopefully, but, hopefully but that, we get to see him. But that there. postseason run, my goodness, that, 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 was, that was one of the best postseason runs I've ever seen by an athlete. It just didn't end in a title. That's all it was missing. It was the best, uh, one of the best Philly runs by like a great, Philadelphia yes. athlete. Like, Foles at his run. I'd agree. And his wasn't that good. I mean, no, in the games. championship, it was two games, though, really. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else. <laughs> like, Iverson and 0-1. Yeah, Iverson, Iverson, Iverson Because I remember the Toronto series, him and Vince Carter going, going back, back and to, forth. Back-to-back uh, 50-point back games, yeah. Yeah, Iverson had the same kind of run. Yeah. Udley had it in the World Series in 9 but they lost. Mm-hmm. But, like, carrying your team. Well, Hamill's in 8 Yeah, yeah, Hamill's in 8 yeah. But yeah, it's, very, it's very rare that a hitter has that much impact, given they only play three times a game. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's go back to the phones. Is that our Philly fever? That's our Philly fever. Do we have anything else uh, with it today? <laughs> hey, it gets me. I mean, listen. Oh, listen. We got to do it every day. We got to spread oh, out no, the content. Listen, I'm ready I'm, to go. I'm with you there. I'm with you. I'm, I can't wait till we when we get into Painter. I know because I know you two are so oh. excited about about the young fella. Oh. <laughs> well, Jack soured on him because he gave up a tray, a, uh, a batting practice. But then, we, but then our, our astute reporter Howard Eskin chimed in and said that it was all curveballs that session. So if you know it's coming, a major league hitter is going to hit it. So we give him a pass on that. All right, all speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen, Painter Painter uh, is on a Hall of Fame track. He's going to be. A, he, he's already on. A hall yeah, of fame. You, you can just tell. Oh, he's the easy Hall of Famer. You can just tell. I can't wait. Yep. Yep, Jack will be there at the Hall of Fame. Rich Doobie will be 103 years old, and Jack won't talk to him. Nope. There you go. All right, Yoshi in Brewery Town. Yoshi, how are you, buddy? What's going on? Yo, what's up, John? Big Ike, Jacket Baby. Yoshi! Oh, man. What's up, Yoshi? You wild, baby! <laughs> hey, man, I've been trying to move on. I mean, I really have. I mean, the first... Two days I got on my TV stay on NFL Network. 
the first two days I got up, the game was on. Yep. And it was it was fourteen seven one day. I was like, oh, and I turned. Then the next time it was twenty seven twenty one when I turned it on. I was like, oh, and I turned away. Cause you know how it ends. I got the game DVR. I peeked in a couple times just to critique it. I'm so mad at that fumble. I'm mad at Seal Marlow. I'm the most mad at Quez for jumping for the daggone ball. Dude, yep. just run straight into it. Yep. Like Coach Teacher and Pee Wee Ball. Stop, don't jump for the ball. Only jump is if it's over your head. I mean, he jumped for the ball like you had it. I mean, it's really like y'all was talking about. You're trying to get over that relationship, but your friends keep talking about it. <laughs> and when you turn, there's a picture up on your social network. It's just so hard. I mean, I really be trying. I mean, my sister-in-law called me the other day and said, is it okay to talk about the game? I mean, I wasn't calling in last week, but I was listening to y'all. You know why? Because this is group therapy. Everybody's going through what I'm going through. So between two and six, I'm so relaxed. After that, I don't know what to do. I'm binge-watching Netflix, Hulu. I watch what's name, so many Marvel's TV, I mean, movies. It's, it's, it's really hard. I go lift weights in the morning. They go Brian Dawkins over my weight bench. I go downstairs. They go to, they go to 20, they go to 2018, what's name, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. I mean, it's, it's, you, man, you just invest so much. I mean, I invested so much, what's name, from September the 11th to February 12th. Football. I mean, my TV is on NBA Network now, and they are so corny. I can't. I mean, I still can't watch basketball. I don't know what to do. I'm sitting over here like I'm gonna learn every player, everything about baseball, so I could get in with Jack. What's name? And just talk to him about that. Maybe that's gonna soothe me. What's that? I am hurting, but it's so many things I'm doing trying to appease myself. But but I, I just realized I got to deal with it. I don't think I'm going to be right until March 13th when that little, what's saying, you know, start talking about free agency mm-hmm. and the draft. You know? yep. Like you were saying a minute ago, if we get somebody big and worthwhile, hey, man, I, that that's going to help. I'm still going to think about it, but I'm going to start thinking <laughs> real hard about what can be. Right. And that Rex Ryan thing, man, I'm with that thing all day. <laughs> I'm with that. So, you know. Appreciate y'all letting me come here and express myself. My name is Yoshi. I'm from Brewery Town, and I'm an Eagle Holly. Love you guys. All right, Yoshi. Appreciate it, man. You can't get this nowhere else, man. Yoshi's I don't think back. people have moved on from the Super Bowl, by the way. Clear. It's clear, Jack. Just listen to that last call. It's clear. Yeah, and and as much as I'm ready to, I don't know if my body's ready for me to, to move on. <laughs> Maybe my heart's not ready to move on just yet. Chuck from Mount Airy, is he moved on? He's going to the Sixer game tonight, Ike. Ah. Chucky, what up? How are you? Yo, what up, Johnny? What's going on, Ike? What's up, Chuck? You Chuck. going to the game tonight, huh? Yeah, me and my wife going down there. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I turned my wife and my brother-in-law down. He gets tickets. And I said, you could take those tickets and flush them down to Charlie. <laughs> I don't care if they're free or not. I would not go down there to watch Joel Embiid. A.K.A. Al Jefferson play. Oh, Al Jefferson. Not Al Jefferson. Wow. Yeah, that's what he reminds me of, Al Jefferson. But tonight, Jai's in the house. 
So tonight I'm going Oh, you're going to see John Moran tonight. Yes, I yeah, I'm going down there to see a real superstar. Somebody that <laughs> somebody that's a legit superstar, not this seven foot two <laughs> stiff out there. And I tell you, I'm gonna have all my sixes gear on. I want Ja to have a great performance. My wife loves Joel and B for some odd reason. It's been a lot of arguments in our household behind him. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and she just gets on me about me not liking me, but I can't get with the dude, man. So she's going to do her thing down there at the game, and I'm going to do my thing at the game. I'm going to have all my sixes stuff on, and I'm be cheering my team on, but I'm going down there to watch Job play tonight. They're my first time ever to see Job play. Yeah, I haven't watched a young man play myself. Um, I got to start getting back down to the, to, the, to the Wells Fargo to start checking out some of these games, man. And when the young players come to town, like I haven't seen John Moran yet. So, yeah. It's a good reason to go yeah, down. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I wish I had thought about that sooner. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I was offered the tickets. So I said, let's go. Yeah. But, I, you, you know, um, I need something to get me over these, this game, man, from – from you know, Super Bowl. Yeah, because I know you're not over it yet, Chuck. I know nah, you're not over it, brother. Nah, I get it, but it's worse listening to y'all, man. You know what I mean? And <laughs> it's just worse. It gets worse every day, man. You know, I'm just thinking back. I wasn't even thinking about Quez Watkins, too. Y'all start bringing him up now. Yeah. Now I want him off the team. When Quez, <laughs> go on. Get out of here. Go, go, go. Bye. Now, now do, do you think Jonathan Gannon would want him down in Arizona? What's up, Bernie? He can take both of them. Yeah, both of those. Yeah, both of them guys go together. They both losers. Both of them, yeah, they can get together. He probably will get a wide receiver like that. You know what? They're going to fail a lot down there in Arizona. You're going to be, you're going to be thinking about me when they do fail. And I'm going to tell you this real quick, right? Mm-hmm. About Jonathan Gannon. Jonathan Gannon. No, I'm not even going to go there. Forget it. You know, he's <laughs> no, so, so, Chuck, don't, don't mess up your day, Chuck. Hey, Chuck, Monday. Chuck Monday. Real quick, I'm curious. I'm curious. How do you handle? How do you handle being down there? Because I know you're a 76er fan. You want them to win, but you do have um, you yeah, do have you such could discuss conflicted with emotions. Yeah. So, so do you not? Do you not? Do you boo Embiid when he's introduced, uh, or you just not say anything? Well, I don't. When Embiid gets the ball, I don't cheer. I don't do nothing when he scores. Like if Maxi scores, or when Tobias scores, something like that. I'm, I, you know, I'm up off my seat. But when Embiid gets the ball, I don't do nothing. What about during intros, man? Joel Embiid. I don't do, I don't do nothing. I would, I would never support that. I don't do nothing. He's right. a loser to me. And I'll tell you like this: I, I will never cheer for him ever. My wife, she does on the other hand, but me, you won't get nothing out of me. When he gets right. the ball, when he gets to the free throw line, I say nothing. I just sit there when he gets the ball and, and do nothing. I won't support him. Mm. Mm. Well, That's have fun it. tonight, Chuck. Right, I'm gonna have a ball. Hey, listen, I'm gonna have a ball. And Rex Ryan. Hey, listen. And like I heard you yesterday too. Stop, cl- stop clamoring for these callers from um uh uh oh Angelo callers. We don't need none of them. You hear me? Ah. Angelo callers. Angelo callers are has-beens. You heard it from me. They all has-beens. We had a good thing going on over here. We didn't intrude on this show. You can come over here, but know your role when you come over here. Know that we got callers over here that already set the bar. Okay. So you just sit all right. There and you just and you just get called upon when you when you get called upon. All right, be a six man. All right, Chuck. <laughs> so they can call, but they can't be right. in in the Mark's core right. four. <laughs> They're not in the core of the of the show. Yes, all I'm doing is welcoming. You know, so you, people are looking for homes, right? You're looking for a home. You had a home on the morning show, and it may not feel like home to you anymore. And you may feel like you're on the outside. You hear Shirley sounded so sad yesterday. Eagle Shirley sounded so sad I yesterday felt bad, with us. I man. did too. I felt bad. I did because they, she's. They, a, they've had identities, man, for years. I know. It's Eagle Shirley. It's disrespectful to refer to her as Shirley. Just man. Shirley, yeah. 
Yeah, cause you say Shirley, I'm thinking what's happening I don't know or who something. The hell that yeah, is. Yes. the Eagles Shirley. I know I'm like, Eagles right. Shirley. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Kenny. Yes. Yeah. Kenny is not gonna work for me. I need Kenny from the Dirty Thirty. Kenny. Yes. <laughs> Kenny's just uh, Kenny. <laughs> Right? Kenny's nothing. Yeah, yeah. Kenny's it's insulting to just call him Kenny. You mean it's you're not saying he is nothing, right? I'm just saying Kenny's nothing. Kenny's just a name. Right. Right. It's it could be anybody. Yeah. Kenny from the Dirty Thirty, now you have history behind that. That's like that's like personality. That's like all of a sudden trying to call OG Wade Wade. Wade. Right. Well, that's what they would do. They'd be like, Wade Wade. Be like if we call Black Gritty Owen and Glassboro. Right. (laughs) Well, that might be the next thing that they try. Who knows what that morning show, man? Well, t- t- here, They're just heartless. Up here. Here's what I here's what I would say, and and, and this is because I I if. If they're saying like, "Hey, listen, we're trying to do our own thing, and mm-hmm. we want to establish ourselves," I respect that. Like, I respect it yes. that they don't want to just be an extension of the of Angelo oh, the, yes. and have the same callers or whatever. Like that's right. fine, but just don't take their calls. Don't don't bring Pearl Shirley on, and she's ready to do Eagle Shirley, and like, let's go to Shirley on a cell. Well, see, I I, I disagree with that. Actually, take their calls. Well, who do you think made Angelo? Those are the same people that you're going to rely on to make you. Don't start thinking you're above the callers and that you don't want to take certain callers. That 6 to 10 a.m. slot has been reserved for those callers. Now, if your midday callers want to move up earlier because they want to follow the show, that's fine. And you can give them preferential treatment. It's your show. But don't be trying to close out and lock out the morning callers. Some of us are used to listening to those morning callers. I'm at the bus stop in the car with my, with my daughter waiting on the bus. I'm used to hearing certain callers call 7 a.m., 7.15, yeah. 7.20, you know. I, 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 I tell you that Joe the cameraman, we're gonna have to have a station meeting. Yeah, Are you gonna lead the meeting? <laughs> if need be. It's like it's like they, uh, it's like it's like a community meeting where everybody stands up and speaks their piece. Let's have a town hall. Yeah, that's what I was looking for—a town hall. So we, we we replaced the town hall. Was he going rogue, or is the whole morning show just rolling with him? We're like, what's? Well, it seems like a yeah, it seems like a him. It's a him thing, right? I don't think Rhea would go for it. Yeah. Is it a, is it a is it a strategy by the station yes. or is this a <laughs> is this a the camera thing? No, well, I'm just saying the camera thing, and, and just for Chuck and all the rest of the afternoon listeners, no need to feel threatened. It's okay. You're our guys. We're, yeah, you're still and gals. <laughs> yeah, you're still all right. You're all right, Chuck. You're, you're good. You're still the number one caller, brother. No, Don't but worry. it is you're funny. It is funny that Chuck brings up. Oh, no one's stepping my turf. First day of the morning show, I heard Chuck at about 8 a.m. Well, so. he used to call. Oh, he was calling the morning show? Yeah, yeah, come on, man. But he doesn't classify himself as a I, morning I, show. I know. Well, I'm just trying to clarify. I'm just saying, is it he doesn't classify himself as a morning show caller? He says he's an afternoon caller. He he will identify but he'll call this is the his other show. shows. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, that's fine. So let's that's fine. That. Listen, listen, we're it's a synergy station. Sure. It's a synergy station. That's why I'm trying to get the right energy in that morning show. Right. Exactly. You're a uniter, yeah. not a divider. Yeah. I mean, listen, Joe G and Hugh, they that, that's a they they just welcome everybody. Very welcoming show. Yeah, they listen, they're willing to take midday callers and morning callers and afternoon callers. No exclusion <laughs> with them. Yeah, they don't care. Mm. Are we doing a draft? No. We should set it up. Doesn't seem like Joe's going to be uh, the camera's going to be doing any any drafting in the expansion draft though. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It's Marks and Reese. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. All right. Every day at four o'clock, uh, we're doing stay or go with the Eagles. 
Under the microscope today is Javon Hargrave. Should he stay or should he go? We'll discuss. And speaking of Hargrave, he spoke to James Palmer about his possible replacement, Jordan Davis. What did he say? We have that audio for you coming up next. Marks and Reese on 94 WIP. Hey, guys, listen, you heard me talk about Dr. Gleff for a really long time, so you know where I'm going here. I'm talking about hair. Uh, I, was, I was out today, and um, we uh, Dr. Glatt came up, and it's like, oh, but the, you, you had a hair restoration procedure with Dr. Glatt. I'm like, yeah, and then the eyes went up to the hairline, and it was like, wow, that, that looks great. You would never know you had the procedure done. And I was like, bam, exactly, because you shouldn't know you had anything done unless you knew what I looked like before which was receding, thinning, balding, right? Like, and then I went to Dr. Glatt and I had the hair restoration procedure and you would never know I had it done because I have my real growing hair back, right? It's fuller and thicker. You'd never know I had it done. And that's the beauty in what Dr. Glatt and his hair team does. They have the most experience and the most success in Philadelphia when it comes to hair restoration. So there's that, but also um, something going on at Dr. Glatt. If you're suffering from ED, and you're tired of taking the little blue pill, Dr. Glatt and his team have the latest technology in something new. It's wave therapy, and it works. And Dr. Glatt and his team can get you started on that as well. So if you want more information on anything that Dr. Glatt has to offer, call his office today at 610-980-4000. 610-980-4000 or the website for all the information is drglatt.com, D-R-G-L-A-T.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.